Oh, Ute Radio? Ute Radio, yeah, yeah, that's the last one. Funny thing about Ute Radio was uh, when they first started, I don't know if it was when they first started, my homeboy uh, Yoda was a DJ over there. Oh, yeah? And uh, he wanted me to come on there like, I ain't going to say so bad, but he wanted me to be a part of it, and it just never worked out. But I liked their little studio up there about the it's studio pretty cool. Union. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised. I don't know if they did that in my college, to be honest, but when I went to that one, uh, DJ Fix Kid, who was the one that was Skirt. doing that. He slept. I don't know. I liked it. It was cool. I was surprised, like, for a college, the fact that they had that set up and, and everything. So, I don't know. Awesome. Better than me. I never went to college. <laughs> do I, I have really time had... to run out to the car and grab my vape real quick? I mean, we're, we're, we're recording, so oh, go ahead. Do shit. your thing. Bet. For sure. <laughs> Maddie. Maddie Aston. Be right back. And Mr. Mendo here. I, Maddie's kind of a bonus because I didn't know he was pulling up with you. Yeah. But he pulled surprise. Up. It's a surprise. <laughs> Honestly, whenever I pull up anywhere. Um, shit. I don't <laughs> oh, my God. You ruined it the whole podcast. <laughs> so bust the right, go downstairs, and then go straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, there's a lot of times where, um, where, where I'm working because I, I, I do. I'm working constantly. And somebody's always like, hey, can I come over to do this? Can we talk about this? And as soon as they pull up, they're like, oh, I didn't know this person was going to be here. Oh, I didn't know you were going to be with this person or, you know. Yeah. So that's that's a constant thing. So, I mean, this is regular. Like, I always pull up because I'm always working on something, like I said. So when somebody comes with me that I'm working with, yeah. they always pull up with me. So I can't wait to be that person. Yeah, it's dude. Like, oh, I didn't know Dre was here. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually, I have an idea that, that you know, maybe if you want to get involved. I mean, I don't, can't talk about it yeah. on here yet, but I that I think you would fit perfectly. So cool, man. I'm excited to talk about it when we're not recording. Yeah. So with the other several things that we talked about before we started recording. Yeah, no, there's a couple of things. I'm just, the biggest reason why I don't do that is I don't know if this has happened to you, but when you've told someone about, you know, an idea or a project that you're working on and then just everything just falls through. Yeah. And, and I'm afraid of that, you know, like that's a very scary thing to me. Um, that for, for the things that I'm working on to just fall through. And then I'm just like, ah, oh, shoot. You know, I don't want to be that person that's the talker. Yeah. I don't want to be known as that ever. And it's awkward, too, because when you bring it back up, I'll be like, yo, what's going on with that one project? And you're like, yeah. uh, it didn't happen. It didn't or, happen. You know. Yeah. For whatever the reason. It yeah. could be whatever the reason. But yeah, I've definitely had that happen. And right now, whatever is happening in my life, whatever video I've put out, whatever I've yeah. done. It's because I've probably put in probably three months before then yeah. work yeah. just to make it to that point. Yeah. Like even getting into our studio, um, it happened pretty quick. It was probably like a month before, but I kept telling my partner, I was like, let's not say nothing until we got the keys in hand. Everything's good because who knows, man, my background check at might come last, back crazy or yeah, something. at the last second. Yeah. And that's scary to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm so afraid for things that I'm working on to just fall through, like just go straight downhill. And and I and I learned from experience. And then I mean, I bet most people don't care. I think that us in our heads personally just think that oh, it's a bigger situation. Most people probably don't care if it falls through. But again, I just don't want to be seen as just the talker. You yeah, know? that's the biggest thing. When I first moved out here, um, when I was working with different people, like meeting different people, and I was telling them the ideas that I had. Um, a lot of them were like, oh yeah, we've had so many people talk about wanting to do this, but they've never done it. And like, it wasn't until we actually did it that they're like, dang, you know, like you're actually doing it, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't want to be that person that they were like, oh yeah, yeah, I knew this one kid that was 
talking about doing this, but he never did it. Yep. So that's that's a very scary thing to me. Again, it, it it shocks me to hear you say like when you were talking about I'm working with this person. And this person will show up and be surprised to see that person. Yeah, it surprises me because you're not even from Utah. I'm not now. So where are you originally from? So I'm originally from South Florida, like specifically. It's called Boca Raton. So it's in like Palm Beach. So it is like not too far. It's in the, it's what's part of what's the greater Miami area. Okay. So it would be kind of, I don't know, like 30, 40, 40 minutes maybe from like the actual Miami. So a lot of people like consider the South Florida area because South Florida and Northern Florida, which I'm assuming is like Cali. I've never been to Cali. Um, it has that like North Cali is from what I've heard is different from South Cali. And so South Florida is a completely different animal from North Florida. So I seen a, I seen a meme that said uh, that an asteroid was coming, right? Yeah. And said it's gonna hit the United States somewhere. Yeah. And so it was like, please Florida. be Florida. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna hit anywhere, just hit Florida. Honestly, <laughs> it's it's so weird because it wasn't until I moved out here that I realized I'm like, dang, yo, like my people are crazy. You know. <laughs> like, On a side note, it's California, not Cali. I love you, though, bro. Oh, my bad. Oh, we don't we we don't say Cali. We do not. Is that a California thing? Like California people don't like. Yeah, if you're from California and you call it Cali, you get like shunned. But I'm not from California. But I know exactly. But you know, I I don't want to pretend like I'm from California (laughs) either. Mr. Dodgers hat. Yeah, I know. And I'm wearing a Dodgers hat too. I love that. It goes with the fit. All right. It it, it actually does. You know. (laughs) But you know what? It's actually easier out here in Utah. I don't know why to get like California stuff. I don't know what it is. Oh, like Utah has a lot of like just, uh, yeah, like yeah. you can find like hats. You can yeah. find like jerseys easier. You could just like Utah has like a lot of love for California. I think there's a lot of cultural influence. Just yeah. I mean, not that even just in music, but definitely because we're pretty much cousins. Like Utah and and California. I mean, I would say be like cousins would be like Vegas or like the not Nevada really though because Vegas, really? Vegas nah. is a melting pot. Like, Vegas is a little bit of everything. Yeah. But yeah. isn't California a melting pot? Nah, California has, from my, you live there, you probably speak more to it, but just. Yeah, I haven't hey, been, so. I mean, Bay Area, very specific. Okay. Right? That, that's Bay Area, very specific. You okay. got folks from LA that's very specific to LA. Okay. Because the Bay Area and LA are two completely different cultures. Although they may, I mean, in some cases, make like similar music or similar fashion, whatever it may be. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like, that's why. I mean, Salt Lake's, un- uh, what am I trying to say? Untapped. Mm. Yeah. So nobody really knows what kind of like label Utah is going to have for yeah. its music artists. As Which far as like what like kind of sound, like a not sound. even just yeah. sound. But I think, I think it's just the way that it moves. Like Utah moves. Like the, what I always tell like the people that I work with, like when, when I tell them an idea and I want them to be a part of it, I tell them like, Hey, like where can you go and kind of still be a pioneer in your era? You know? Like, you can't really do that in, like, the other established cities. Um, yeah. and We're all Utah, pioneers. Yeah, Utah out here, you, you still, you don't have to follow a specific, you know, way to do things. There's, I don't want to say there's no gatekeepers, but there kind of really isn't, you know? Like, you can pave your own way. I you think know? you can do that anywhere, though. That's not just a Utah thing. Uh, I don't, honestly, I don't think Post so. Post Malone is going to be the first 
for the reason why an artist blows up out of Utah. I don't think he's so. going to notice. I just, I don't, I don't know why so. I just have always felt that way it. since I he, came here. I don't yeah, think I don't, so. I don't, because there hasn't been an opportunity to. No, I don't think There's so. A ton of, you see no. all the but, fucking pictures people take with this motherfucker? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think so. I don't think yeah, it's going to be Post Malone. I personally think. I just, because he has so many like ties. I, I did, And it's just like, I mean, it's like just a shot in the dark or whatever, I guess, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. But I just, for whatever reason, that's just from what I've learned here. Because, I mean, there's so much diversity here. Mm-hmm. I've worked with, like, running a recording studio. I've worked with, you know, okay, like anything from a Latin artist to a reggae artist to a rapper to a, a singer to, you know, females to males to whoever. Maybe it's just there's so much diversity, and that's why the potential is untapped here because there's not one specific, like, okay, somebody thinks about Salt Lake City or Utah or what, just whatever as a whole. There's nobody thinks about a certain, like, not a sound like what Mendo was saying, not specifically a sound, but just kind of like just a, whether it's a look, whether it's a sound, whether it's a feel, whether it's a whatever it is, but like there's no label on what you think about when you think about Salt Lake City music or Utah music. So honestly, I, I don't, I don't like. think so because I mean, how many stories do you hear of like people that run studios and stuff like, oh yeah, Post Malone, pull, uh, you know, pulled up, you know, people see him, but like mm-hmm. how many people are like, oh yo, he actually came out to like, this like and a he show pulled or up something to or this. whatever it is so yeah. i don't think honestly i don't think so i think i think it's it's us that we need to come together um and and do it and that's what i'm i feel like i'm all about trying to do come together how what do you mean by that come together i mean from since when i moved here uh one of the big things that because i always wonder i'm like oh man this artist is dope how come this artist has never collaborated with this artist how come this artist has knows of this person but has never reached out has been like yo i've been you know wanting to work with you or i've heard you and you know how come it's never happened and one of the things that i get the most is it's very clickish you know and i'm it, i just i'm very bad i think it's that way it. everywhere but don't yeah. you don't you extent. think that you at while we understand that clicks happen that we unfortunately create clicks our own selves yeah, just from the individuals that we work not with, even, not even intentionally. Yeah, not yes. even intentionally. I think is what it is, but I think it's just like, you know, you just got to see it happen. Like, oh yeah, you know, like this is cool. Like, I never thought this artist and this artist like would work. And and I think about it from like from a consumer perspective. Yeah. Like I always think of everything from a consumer perspective. Like for example, um, you know, what if this artist collaborated with this artist? You know, like I. I don't well, even look at how look at how me and Yankee ended up coming together. I mean, it wasn't necessarily by accident, but you were the originator of that because of the fact that you brought him around me for the studio session for yeah. the mixtape. Yeah, and then we ended up just catching a vibe, and then I feel like that's just how connections are made in general. Because exactly. I just immediately knew that like him and I had like a connection, whether it was going to be business related, friendship related, whatever. Shout out, Young Yankee, by the way. Um, but it just kind of. It comes together randomly, but I mean, you know, I think yeah. it's it's the the whole cliche about everything happens for a reason is like the absolute most truest statement of yeah. I feel like anybody's entire life, no matter how cliche it sounds. I think so. that just the conversation that we had before we cut everything on proves that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everything happens for a reason. It does. There's a reason I mean, why you guys? This was spontaneous, you know, somewhat spontaneous today. Yeah, so. I, I don't want to get into it because yeah. I know that you know things are under wraps. But just mm-hmm. to use that as an example, like yeah. everything does happen for a reason. It does. And if it feels right, then just that's the right it. direction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you, gut feelings are always right. It's not yeah. even just that. Ninety nine percent. I mean, if you mess up, you mess up. You know, it's better not taking action, which goes back to I don't. I never want to be known as a talker. I'd rather fail and be known as somebody that tried to to do something than to be the talker. That Amen to that, never did bro. Anything. Amen to that. What brought you to Utah? Honestly, 
I, n- I never even thought I would ever post be Post Malone. A- yeah, Post Malone, yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I get this question so much. And the way that people ask me is always, like, in a way, they're just like, why did you move from South Florida to Utah? Like, like, even the locals here, like, have this, like, negative connotation or, like, approach it in such a negative way. And I always wonder, like, why, you know? Like, personally, I never thought I would be out here, yeah. you know? And then I came out to visit. And I was just like, wow, like, this is not what I expected. You know, this is not what I had in my head. I thought it, I had this whole, I didn't, actually, I didn't even have anything in my head of, like, what it would be. Like, I, I had no expectations, but I, I also didn't have, like, I didn't think that it was going to be like this, you know. I, I didn't think Salt Lake was going to be like Salt Lake, you know, when, when, when I moved out here. Like, I remember the first time when I, when I came out, when I, when I flew out here. And I came out to the city, and I was just like, "Oh, word! Am I on a on a like? I didn't realize that I was a like what is it called when the when you a layover? Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I was on a layover. Let me let me get back into the airport, and then I, you know, I was in Salt Lake. And I, in my head, I was just like, this is not what I was expecting. I didn't expect, you know, just I I didn't know anything about it. But then you like learn up. You learn about just the different, how different it is. It's and not I, that you didn't expect it; you just didn't know. No, yeah. What to what to expect? What exactly. to expect about like just just because it's never crossed your mind. Right. Like for example, like I don't know Montana. Like it's never crossed my mind. Like yeah. I, it's not that I have anything negative about Montana or ne- anything negative about you know South Dakota or North Dakota. I just don't know anything about it, and it's not it's, until I get there that I'll probably be like, oh, yeah. okay. Can I? Uh, I want to say so. I think that my opinion, I'll just put this out there. Salt Lake City is like right in the middle of the country. So just geographically. Is I mean, not really. Like not, not, really, really, the, not really the middle, <laughs> but, you know, close enough to the middle. But it's one of the bigger, like larger main cities in like this kind of like area. I, mean, of states, Arizona I, down south. I know, but I'm saying just it, 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 what I'm trying to say, get at, like the point I'm trying Colorado to get at is that now. I feel like that because <laughs> you, <laughs> you, be you have, because you have, because you have the four corners of, okay, I'll use hip hop for example. Okay. You got the Bay area, you got LA, you got New York and you got Atlanta. So I, with, with the diversity or the, just I get what you're saying uh, that I've gotten is that I feel like the Salt Lake has potential. I think it could be. And, and I want to put that out there that I feel like that it has potential is based off what I've seen, everybody I've met, everybody I've connected with just business wise, personally, whatever it may be, is that it has potential to be a hub for not just one Avenue yeah. to where it gets a label to where like, Oh, the Bay area has this sound. New York has this sound, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Scott, I think I it's think, a good. I I think I get what he's saying. I'm starting like, to, and I'm starting to discover that on a more like yeah. on a deeper level now that I've made the connections I've made in the seven months I guess that I've been here now since January, and I didn't think even kind of going back to what you were saying about not knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't know either coming from. I mean, obviously being from the Bay Area originally, and then spending my time in Atlanta, and then going to a place like Salt Lake City. Everybody says so. The places that you've been, or that you've known, or the culture you've been around. Why are you going to Salt Lake City exactly. to start a music business? And it's funny because it's and the it people goes, of Utah that ask me that question, or they ask it to me. They ask me in that in that way, like they're like, "Why did you move from Florida?" Or like they're just like, like same the, thing. The from reason why, from Miami, yeah, they're just like, right? "Why? Like why? Why did you do that? Like you made a mistake." It's a terrible decision. And, and, what and are you I'm doing? just like, blah, blah blah blah. I'm surprised people here don't have more love to represent. You know, like they, I don't know, I don't know what it is. But a lot of people don't have that love for their, you know, they're so eager to like get out. I know yeah. so many people that are like, I cannot wait to move out to LA. I cannot wait to move out to New York. 
or cannot wait to go out to Miami. And I'm you just know, like, we do. We pack the bags. We yeah. pack the bags, and it's all good. Like if it's you, all love. If, if you feel like you can't make it here, or you yeah. can't build your own opportunity to m- make something out of you know nothing out of something or yeah. whatever that looks like. But I mean, Utah is really. It's. I feel like Utah is known for connections in the sense of we have movie studios doing yeah. stuff here. We have um, and it's chefs, all low dancers. key too. We, yeah, it's really low key. Yeah. And I think that even musically, musically, we have 100%. a lot of stuff going on here. It might not be on a hip hop level or on the level that we're kind of on yet. yet, yet, but it is happening. Mm-hmm. We have Grammy Award winners here. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, people that have done big things here mm-hmm. aside from Post Malone. Right. Which I don't even think he's, you know, I wouldn't consider him. I just think he's a person that lives here. I mean, nah, he's I'm a, a local, bro. Bro, he's going to the Olive Garden and pulling up to 7-Eleven. He's a fucking local. So yeah, I treat no, him right. as a local. I treat him as, okay. Hmm. I mean. We don't need to be taking pictures with Post Malone. If Post want to pull up and do a podcast with me, cool. But I'm going to treat him the same way y'all do y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some drinks in the fridge. Make pull sure up. you have Bud Light for him. <laughs> nah, we Modelo all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can bring his own Bud Light, but we're going to keep it authentic here. We Modelo. We for tequila. Sure. That's, that's sure. what we there do. There you go. 100%. I'm more of a Hennessy person. You oh, are. Okay, word. That's what oh that's what uh what's the Macon brought the the Henny Black mm-hmm. he didn't leave the bottle though so I got I got a little beef with Macon I mean, right now. oh man Henny ain't that cheap Macon what you doing bro he had six G's on the table but I mean and in a fifty dollar <laughs> bottle he didn't leave the bottle I don't know man I don't know I'm gonna fight him when I see him nah I was just with him under during the weekend Macon yeah, tell him next time Drake's trying to fight you <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure he gets the message yeah I'll let him know. <laughs> what's uh what's what's culture? What what is this? Oh, so uh culture, I mean Yay. the gang? Yeah, it's a gang. Okay. Hon- I mean honestly that's what it's turning out to be. <laughs> I mean not in a not in a in a way uh that's not to click. Yeah. Not not even. I think it's like a movement. The way that I tell people it's a movement. So like my whole idea and this has been before I even moved out to Utah, you know. And then I that's one of the reasons why I moved out here. I saw like the opportunity like a blank, you know, as a creative person. I think about things in, you know, um, if you want to do anything in, in any type of industry, if, if there's already an industry for it and it's already been established and there's already like these big name players on it, you got to play the game in a certain way in order to make things happen, you know. And then once you play the game or you've been in the game for a certain amount of time, then once you build a name for yourself, then you can branch out. You know, you can't from the get, you know, start doing things differently. And that goes Back to, you know, back in South Florida, there's certain designers or certain, you know, that have already been established. Um, So if I wanted to get into that, uh, what I wanted to do, it would be a longer path and I would have to kind of play. It's like it's, you know, the game in order to do it. Whereas out here, it's a blank canvas because it's just like, well, nobody's done it. So there's no right way to do it yet or quote unquote right way to do it. Mm -hmm. But if you go to New York and you wanted to, you know, let's say do music, you know, you have to play the game in a certain way, you know, or you have to go, you, you know, you have to be buddy, buddy with certain people, you know, it's here. You don't, you don't because who, who's really realistically, you know, out here doing it so big that you're like, yo, you know, I got to rub shoulders with this person Me. in this I way. I haven't met any dickheads since Me. I've been here. Yeah. I'm a dickhead and I'm the guy that you, no, I'm just playing. 
But, well, from a business standpoint, you do have to be a dickhead sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah, professionally. I, yeah. I get, prof- I get, being a professional dickhead is different than just being a dickhead. So The amount of times that I get people saying that, like, oh, I thought you were going to be a dick when I met you. And a big part of it goes because, I, again, I am shy. So people think that I don't approach them or I don't talk to them or, or that I don't, you know, go up to them and have a conversation. And they see that as, oh, you're just full of yourself. I'm just like, no, I'm just really shy. God, and then when people like actually talk to me, they're like, oh, I get this all the time. They're like, man, you're actually really nice. And like, I thought you were a dick at first. And I was just like, damn. Why? Like, just because they follow you and they don't ever talk to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, you've never, you've never like reached out, like, you know, stuff like that. And um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is because if, if I knew, I'd probably be like, oh, you know, maybe I should fix that. So because people say I'm a dick, you know, or think that I'm a dick. And it's it's more common, like, once I actually meet someone, especially through social media, like, mm-hmm. people see certain things and, and, and they follow you and and stuff like that. And, and they look at your stories and, you know, maybe they expect someone to be, like, reach out, you know, because a lot of... Because people see people see you on social media, and it's like I, I always I always say shout out Joe Billionaire for the same for the one time. Um, he said you can you can let people see shit, but you can't let people see shit. If that makes sense, yeah. yeah. I, I I think what it is like, is, and then so people are gonna assume that you're a certain way based off of your social media personality that don't get the chance to be around you, like on let's say even like just on a daily, weekly, whatever it may be basis. People that don't ever get to see you mm-hmm. in person. So they, they know you by your social media personality. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it's a certain way because it's just like, obviously, like, for example, like myself as an artist, like if you, you know, you, you people know me on like a personal basis, like, you know, me on a more personal basis because, you know, things about me that other people don't and things like mm. that. And then it just it's about kind of putting on that. It's 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 not necessarily a persona, but at the same time, what you do on your social media, especially if you have a brand for mm-hmm. yourself you're not going to let everybody see this yeah. like super personal side of you like that. Everybody else gets to see that's around you physically on a daily basis. Yeah. Maybe I, not on that. Avenue not, though. not on that. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it might right. be Instagram. Right. But right. then I have a podcast where I get super in deep and, yeah. and, and you really get to know. Yeah. So I, I think that it's a, a healthy balance of both. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially for the positive people, the people at the, the, the influencers that are all positive yeah. and you meet them in their fucking dicks. Yeah. And I, and I think, and I think it goes back to what he's saying about brand. I think my brand since I moved out here has been a lot of people know me as collaborating, you know? And so they know that I've reached out to certain people to work with them and I reached out. So like, and, and I have, I've reached out like personally myself. I'm like, Hey, I'm thinking about this and I think you're perfect for that. And so when somebody follows me on social media and I, and and I follow them back, but as soon as I follow them back, I don't reach out to be like, hey, I think you'd be perfect for this. I think that's where they think like, oh, man, he's a dick. Because That's a weird thing to think, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know 100%. Yeah, I don't think that 100% that it may be what it is. But, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I've had people tell me like, oh, you're actually like a nice person, you know? Yeah. And, again, I don't know if it's because I'm shy and I don't just like talk to, I'm not very like talkative until I really get comfortable with someone. Or is or it is because again, just because of that, that that I am known for like working with other people and that I reach out to them and you know and stuff like that. And if I don't reach out to someone and you know, and we've had like, you know, an interaction, maybe they commented on on, on one of my stories or something and you know, I've commented back and they're like, Oh, cool, like we're talking like maybe yeah. we'll work on something, but I never approached them. You know, I don't know if that's what it is, but again, also, who am I? You know, I'm I'm a nobody to 
I wish it, I wish it was that me. personal for me. I mean, the first thing that people always say is like, "Wow, you're tall," and I get the opposite. And I was like, just, "Wow, Maddie know. can rap." <laughs> the first time I heard Bay Boy, I was like, "Oh, yeah. I did not expect yeah, yeah. that." Yeah. Hey. Yeah, Shout no. out to Bay Area. Shout out to Homeland. <laughs> so no, is, yeah, is culture gonna... is culture is that where you want? Because you said that you thought about this before you moved to yeah. Utah. Yeah. Is it where you did you guys did you change the vision at all? When no. You were... So my vision. And it's crazy because I was thinking about this, uh, like, not too long ago. So I've, I've always been a creative person. I've always been a creative kid. Um, one person, I've always looked up to, like, multifaceted, like, creatives, like Leonardo da Vinci, Walt Disney. I've looked up to, you know, I love Childish Gambino, mm. um, Donald Glover, because of all the different things he does. Like, all the different avenues, all the creative people that, that are in different avenues, to me, I'm like, oh, I want to do that, like, I want to do that. I want to be able to just create and not just necessarily like one thing, but many, many different things. And I know there's a lot more people like me as well. And so, um, or not even just that want to do all that, like create in, in, in different ways, or, but they might just be a creative for one thing. Um, but I just, culture, so culture, if you look up at the definition of culture, it, it pretty much says that it is, you know, the the arts creativity all coming together to form culture like the culture and so that's what you know i I, that's i always think that i'm like as creators we are the reason why culture exists you know the clothing the way like with the music we are the reason we are providing the culture for the people and that's why this entire movement that i'm doing is so focused on like the culture like we're trying to build a culture we're trying to set our own culture um, we are the creators of that. We are moving that forward. And so that also goes in with why I spelled it with an X as opposed to the just the U regularly. So it's the idea behind that is that X is, you know, in a variable in math, X could equal, you know, whatever. And it changes the, you know, the actual var- the variable changes to equal something else. Right. So X could be anything. X could be a, uh, you know, a producer. X could be a photographer. X could be whatever. But that Whatever it may be, it changes that culture. And obviously what's missing in the way that I spell it is you. So you're missing in in order to complete the culture, to make culture. I didn't know all that. That's fire, bro. That's a fire-ass concept. Yeah, so I mean, the whole name is Culture Supply. Have you ever rapped before? Yeah. I was going to say, you probably have some bars, because the way that you went in depth on that. Young men, though. So, I I mean, I fell in love with, like, hip-hop culture, like, way, way, way back, you know. Um it was like fifth grade, but then I also fell in love with soccer at the same time. So I kind of like, but yeah, I, I actually used to. Um, and the way that I, I approach, I mean, I never like got like super serious about it. Um, just again, because I got more serious about, you know, trying to do something with soccer. Um, but I did. And the way that I used to write, um, I used to actually write out like kind of like stories just regularly, like not trying to rhyme them, not trying to do bars, nothing. Like I would get the idea across like the metaphors, all that. And then I, once I had that done, then I would go and convert it into, you know, making it, you know, sound good. And that's how I used to write. But I was like 12, so it probably didn't even <laughs> so sound that 12. good. But I, I used to e- even like mess with Fruity Loops. I used to try to make beats. and st- Like I used to do so many things when I was younger. And I was so like not afraid to just put it out there and do it. And, and, and you know, over time, as you get older, you kind of get that fear back as like, well, what are people going to think of me if I do this? I'm going to look yeah. foolish. But now, you know, like I got to a point where I'm like, screw it, you know, and I'm exactly now what I do now is pretty much what I did when I was like 11, 12 years old in that time frame. 
exact same thing like the same way that I approach things like creating just creating because I want to create something you know not caring about clicks and just approaching people and like hey let's do this this is going to be fun or like hey let's go do this you know I, I just approach it the same way like I used to have so many different loves again like soccer hip-hop drawing um I used to make videos I used to do all that stuff and I should be like screw it like I'll just do it and I approach that now in the same way like I'm, I lost that fear of, I don't care what people think I'm just gonna do it that's, that's beautiful, man, because I feel like as a creator, right, somebody that just may, might not just be producing a song, but yeah. you're like, damn, like I have a vision for this video for this yeah, song, right? Exactly. It's like, don't put yourself in a box. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I think that uh, a lot of people felt that way. But I feel like as we see more people jumping into Out, different mm-hmm. stuff, they're like, I shouldn't feel like Boxed I can be in. confined yep. to just one thing. Or one talent or one whatever that is. Yeah. Or you might not even be good at it. But I want to try to do it. But this. you want to try it, yeah. And if people laugh at it, then they laugh at it. But yeah. I think that's a reflection of yourself if you sit there and laugh at somebody for trying to do yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what, are you going to laugh at someone that tried to do something? Well, what did you try to do, you know? Exactly. So that's, what, that's why artists switch up their craft and make different types of music. Because, I mean, experiment. it's basically, I mean, you experiment until it's noticed. And yeah, then whatever yeah. obviously gets noticed the most and gets you to that point that you're trying to get to. At that point, you know what, like, the people that are following you or that have to do with whatever you dropped. I mean, that's, and then you kind of stick closer to that avenue while still exploring other avenues. But then at that point, you know, like, what your audience is and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, I mean, that goes for, I think, any type of brand. You think that's a good thing, though, to to cater Mm. to whatever's getting you the most attention? No, I think, but, I mean, but, you know, it's like, for example, like, you know, if you have somebody, uh, the people, like, as you see, you see artists as they advance further in their career, like, uh, I mean, I always use, I, I use the baby for an example. Like you, you look at, at kind of, I guess you could say how far he's come with his own personal music. Cause you look at the songs that were the most popular in the bed, like you look at Suge, um, and then just any, any of the mainstream songs that like, yeah, they might have plaques and everything, but they're just turn up anthems, you know, they're anthems. Like he's really spitting and everything, but it's an anthem, you know, it's catchy and people like catchy nowadays. That's just how the music industry is as simple as that. Um, but then you see, but as they advance further in their career and they kind of get down the line further mainstream when they are are becoming this and after they kind of experience that first little level of like superstardom or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, like he was at first and then as he advances in his career and like the type of music that he just dropped on his deluxe album, which had a bunch of new songs on it that his previous or his regular version didn't have. And it just, it, your style advances to the point where you're experimenting with other options, but you're still making great music on top of it. Because, I mean, the moment that you stop making music for the love of music, that's when you need to stop making music. I think I think a big part of it as well is... Or like that you what, do stop making music. Like what, what you were saying about, um, like, do you think it's a good idea? I think looking at it from a business perspective, and I look at things a lot from a business perspective as well, is it's you, if something is working, <clears> especially, <throat> with like when, especially when you're under a label, like a label doesn't care how good you are, honestly. A label just cares about how much money you can make them, you know? So... You know, labels are going to approach it, obviously, from the analytical way. And I think even as independent artists, you kind of got to look at it in, in a certain and take it with like a grain of salt. You know, like you got to look at the uh, at the at the data that you have in front of you. Like, oh, this song and this song, I use a similar beat, you know, because independent artists have so much more capability and so much more avenues they can explore because they're not under type. Yeah. Of and, and I think that's yeah, that's what it is. It's like you take these mm-hmm. little things that worked and you're just like, oh, how do I experiment with this? You know, and I think it's like knowing knowing that not necessarily that you're confining yourself, but it's taking, Oh, this works. And I think someone that does that really, really well is Drake. 
you know? Mm-hmm. I think he's really good at analyzing things. He does everything well in every type of way. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's because he's very if that man goes, Oh, if that man goes independent, it is over. So, like, that's everybody. what I'm saying. Like, I think it's because he analyzes a lot of things. And I, I think that's a big part. And then not even just in music, just in general. We forget to analyze ourselves in our lives, you know? And I think that's something that we all need to do is, like, analyze. Oh, well, what's going good in my life? You know, what's I want to achieve this certain outcome, you know? This has been doing well for me, but this hasn't, you know? I feel like we need to approach it that way. It's not necessarily to kind of continue to do the same thing, but know what's working and try new things. Because if not, you know, it it goes back to insanity, like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get different results. Like, no, if you want different, if you have a goal and and you're trying to do something different, you know, um, do what's working and then just apply different things to it. And that way... I think that will keep you from being boxed in to do something, but at the same time, let your brand grow and and be known for like something, you know, like yeah. whatever for something that's working, you know. Something I like about you, Mendo, is that you you kind of show your process on creating. Uh, I try. And I want to do more of it though. And the reason why I say that is because you you dropped a video creating the mixtape cover. Yeah. And that was before I, me personally, that's before I even knew that you were working on, that was your project that you created, yeah. right? And um, I think it's really dope. And I, I want to see more of that. I, I want to do more of that. And I think with what we're going to be doing moving forward is going to give me a big opportunity to do that, like get really transparent. Um, I think a lot of people um, don't know what it takes or not even that what it takes, but they don't know what goes into creating like a final product, whether it be clothing, whether it be music, whether it be, um, you know, a, a cover for art or a music video or whatever it may be, people don't know. And so, you know, when they approach something, they're a little ignorant when it comes to, for example, music videos or a logo for, you know, they, I have people approach me and they're like, how much for a logo? And then, you know, I tell them like this, how much it is. And they're just like, dang, I thought it was going to be like 10 bucks. Yeah. And then you just be like, well, <laughs> do you know the process that goes <laughs> into <laughs> what, what we're trying to do? Or like, you know, I'm sure with like mixing and mastering, people are just like, oh, man, why does this cost so why, much? Like, oh, yeah. What it what uh, you say? Oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll keep you in mind. I just thought it was going to be like a little bit in, more in my budget or something. I'm trying yeah. To say like something they, or, and they throw a number and out I'm just there. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm never disrespectful about it. But you're just like, look, dude, like I've, I've been working my ass off for years. So like I deserve this payment that I charge. I charge this, this and this because I've earned the right to charge this, this and this. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's and, not even that. I just think not, they don't yeah, know. That, that's kind of, that sounds kind of egotistical. I apologize for that. I'm not egotistical whatsoever. Just want to make that clear. But, um, but yeah, it's like, it's just, it's a different, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it's just, they just don't know. They just, yeah. Ignorance just is bliss. People, yeah. Ignorance you know. is bliss. Yeah. So, Shout and, and I think that is as creatives where we have to do our part, you know, and it's not even just for like, doing business with other people, I think it's to also let other people that want to get into whatever we're doing and give them away, let them know like, oh, you know what? This is what it takes. This is what I need to do. This is why it costs this much. You know, it educates them in a way that you don't even know, you know? Like if, if, if for example, an, I don't know, just any artist, they, they went from, they did a video of from start to finish how they did this. Um, I think Ryan Leslie, the producer, did that. You know, he he would record himself just producing a beat and he would show like how he did it from scratch and it shows you the process. And 
one, you get a little bit more understanding, but you also gain respect mm-hmm. uh, for like your craft. You know, I think because that's the biggest thing about like with, I guess, myself as an audio engineer too. And I mean, even yourself as a creative director, no matter what you're doing, is just people don't, I think, understand the deeper process of what actually goes into something. And I use audio engineering as a perfect example of that because I feel like the people that don't, I don't even want to say that are ignorant about it, but that just don't know exactly what goes into the process of making a song be that song. I mean, you got to think there's, there's songs that take months, sometimes like years to perfect, whatever it may be, um, and before they drop the final version. And so it just kind of becomes a, a thing that people don't really seem to understand. So when they see the process of that, they're like, oh, shit, like a lot goes into this. Like yeah. it takes a lot of time and effort and whatever it may be, you know, to the point where people like slave over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, and, they just don't know. And it's, they just they don't understand it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because, yeah. you know, if everybody understood it, everybody would be doing it. Not even that they would just do it. They just, well, they, they, but it would. they wouldn't have as many questions as right, like, how right. do I start? You know, they have a, like a blueprint to kind of look that at. Goes for, that goes yeah. for any job, any career, no matter what you do. I mean. It made me appreciate it. you more though. Really? Seeing that, it made me appreciate not only yourself, but like it made me appreciate that finished product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I seen it on my iTunes. I'm like, oh shit, this is the shit that he dropped. Yeah, yeah. This is the shit that we seen the time lapse on. Yeah. I knew how much effort it went into it. Yeah. And then just to hear the way that you introed the the whole tape. Yeah. Um, zero, zero, one. Like, yeah. it was done really nicely, man. I appreciate that. So what, where'd, that, where'd that whole thing come from? Where'd the idea from that come from? Um, I get inspired by a lot of different things, to be honest. Uh, there's not one thing that I could be like, oh, yeah, this this has led it. But it's, it's um, I've again, I've always been a big fan of collaboration. Um, and in my head, I have... When, when I have an idea, it's it's multifaceted. So, like, I have this clothing idea, but I have a soundtrack that goes with it in my head, that goes with this video, that goes with this animation, that goes with this entire story that I'm going to tell. And so that's why when I do something, I can't just drop, you know, whatever. I can't just drop a hoodie. I have to drop a story behind it, like I, whatever project it may be. And that goes back to the mixtape. How Even before I even dropped the mixtape, I, when I dropped the first culture track, you know, now that I've explained to you what culture is, like, have you heard the, I don't know if you've heard the, That's the one with low IQ on with, it, right? with like 10 people yeah, on the track. I think Santos is on it. Santos, low IQ, Macon, uh, Ludo, Maylin, Young Yankee. Oh, we're talking about Notion. that project. I thought yeah. you were talking about Outside. the first project that you did. Yeah. The culture, like the first original culture project. So that first song, it has like a bunch of Oh, you of are talking about that one. Yeah, okay. that one. The very, very So first now, song. Yeah, now yeah. that you know like the whole story behind culture, does that one track make a little bit more sense yeah. of like coming together as artists and just creative people? Yeah. So that's so that's what that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to do one specific thing. I'm trying to be like, I don't know, I don't want to say Walt Disney, but like the way that he approached like you you think about Walt Disney and you don't think about like just Disney World like mm-hmm. you think about like Disney Channel you all think of, you think about all the characters yeah. you think about the theme you think about like the musicals you think about all these things now the NBA exactly <laughs> they own ESPN you know yeah. so I'm just like think about all that you know like that's how I approach my work it's just like oh it's not a song it's not I'm not just dropping a song I'm not just dropping a T-shirt I'm not just dropping it's it's a whole world that I'm trying an experience actually is probably the better word that I'm trying to do with it so originally the first you know when I dropped the original culture um, track the idea behind that I was I was just like oh, I want to find a song that fits this idea of what I want to do you know of what I want to draw like this whole concept you know but obviously there's nothing out there because it's 
it's it hasn't been created you know it it hasn't or maybe it has i don't know but the way that i wanted to approach it so it didn't happen so i i knew the only way that i can find the perfect song to do this to represent the you know like the the the, the song that represents the brand the best way to do it was to actually just create it myself you know i was not going to find the perfect song until i did it myself same thing with this last project that I did, you know, the whole concept, the story, you know, um, the whole story was kind of like the COVID times were like trapped. We can't go, we can't party, we can't do none of that. So the only, the idea that I had was only way you, we can do it is if we go back in time. So the actual like mixtape, which is that CD in, in the, in the artwork, what it is, is that CD, you put that into wherever and it transports you back in time. And then that's why the music reflects that as well. The beats that, I, that we created, the, you know, the way the artists were coming together. Um, that was, it was all planned out to kind of tell that same story. Even with like the, the hoodies we're dropping and then something else that we're going to be doing that goes along with that same project. But because of COVID, COVID you know, kind of has to... You backtrack, but Mendo, you can't hear right now, but we're listening to the tape as you're talking. Oh, and it's it's done really nicely, man. Like this whole thing. Oh yeah, it's really futuristic. Access granted. I actually made this myself. The access granted. Everything. Welcome like uh, for this intro, you did all the tracks to it. I did it. I mixed it and mastered it. No offense, Maddie. You good? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, did I, I even, did you even get a chance? Uh, not on the intro, no. No, not on the intro. I I was just no, like, I, I don't want. No, the, the he intro, was working the, on everything else. I'm like, I'm not gonna pile yeah. that on him. That's you know? that's something that's something that I didn't need to do. That was something that you. I just that you had the creative it. capability to do that. I was like, yeah, just leave the vocals to me. You can do all the little like yeah. fancy shit. So yeah, I did that. I did the the whole like introduction. I did like the whole sound effects, combining them, like record, like recording myself doing like. That typing, intro is typing, nasty. typing up with Siri and stuff like that. I don't. Know, I just did that. Like again, just creative outlet. Like yeah. I wanted to do it. Um, honestly, like, who knows? Maybe in like the future, I'll drop a verse myself, you know, and just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know do. you have a verse <laughs> in the tuck ready to go. <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't written anything in years. So, but I mean, maybe if I sit down and do it, I might just do it just to do it. I don't care if it's bad or good. I'm not trying to be a rapper. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm just trying to create an experience that's in my head and just put it out there for everybody. You, you guys did it. You did it nicely, man. The, the song placement that. on the tape. You know, you see my review on it. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, that. You guys did really, really well on it. The last track's definitely my favorite track. Um, with the, I think it was Santos. Santos, yeah. uh, Datsani, and Low IQ, and then produced by Outside. That one's that one's out of there, man. We need the video for that. I, I actually want to do a video for all three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need the we need the intro video though. That's gonna be hard because the way that I would want to do it is probably not something that I could pull off, like. At the same time that I'm trying to pull all the other three off. Yeah, that intro would be in. That would be like super. I don't know how I would come about it. The way based on the way that I would see it, you know, and to make it possible with like you know x amount of money. So yeah, it'd be tough to be honest. So you you've been in Utah for how long? Uh, August is two years. Two years. Two years now. You've been here for seven months. January end of January. Okay, So. so about nine months almost. Yeah, and. Damn, nine months. Damn. Yeah, yeah you yeah, come over here. Th- I'm over here thinking it was like seven. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> seven how I was like, oh, I've only been here for like a little bit over a year. But then I'm like, oh, damn, I'm approaching two years. Yeah. You know? And maybe it's just me being asleep. I'm not sure. But I feel like I just recently found out about Mendo, maybe about the last nine months. Yeah. If, if that. So. Well, because when I moved out here, 
I didn't know anybody. And that's kind of what I was going to get at. So I had, to, guys, I had to start from zero, you know. You started at zero, but how, what was that first connection for you guys? Like, how did you guys, because being a transplant, right, being mm-hmm. a transplant here, not knowing anybody, yeah. I'm assuming you didn't know anybody either. I did not. Uh, I came out here to start my studio business with Jared, with JC Visuals. Okay. Um, and that's basically, we started the business from scratch at that point, so. It was basically like the same, you know, it's the same type of same type of idea. Yeah. I knew him, but I started the business with him. So we still had to work to get our clients and basically advertise yeah. ourselves. Is you know, JC from your business? Uh, no, he's from, we grew up together in the Bay Area. So, so you I've both known, didn't I've know known anybody. Him, so I've known him since high school. He's yeah. been here with his because uh, he's married and they have a dog and stuff. And so he's got his life here. And they, um, he's been here, I think. I want to say five or six years and then I think uh or seven years total but five years in the place that he's at now like with his wife um but he's been here like seven years total so he's been here basically since the end of high school since we graduated and that was back in 2012. So So, how'd you guys get started you didn't um, both didn't know nobody so well so honestly so I actually came so I um I I don't know what the story is behind him coming out here anything like that but as far as the studios like I said I, I I was I was about two weeks from moving to Vegas from Atlanta, because I came out from Atlanta, um, where all my media family's at now. Um, you know, their parents retired out there. They got the grandkids and stuff. So I was out there and moving back and forth. I mean, I've done five cross-country trips moving back and forth in the past, like, uh, I would say, yeah, like seven years, six years. Damn. Yeah, so it's been, it's, been a, it's been a wild ride for me. So I'm hoping that Utah is, like, the stop, mm-hmm. you know, especially with my business and everything. Um, I actually just branched off from Firehouse, my, the studio I was with before that I co-owned with him, and now I'm going to be moving into a commercial space out here etc cetera, etc cetera. details for later um but yeah and so i mean i i came out here i was two weeks from moving from vegas and then he basically called me and he was like you know what like fuck it bro let's let's start the studio business like let's do it so two weeks later i was driving out here instead of going to vegas and then now nine months here later like i just skyrocketed so it's 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 dope man it's dope and stuff is all finally like coming together so it's it's a blessing, man. It's a true blessing. That's nuts, man. Yeah. And what about you? So I don't know. I'm I'm a I don't want to say like a go getter, but back when I was in Florida, like <clears throat> as soon as I came out here and I and, and I saw the vision in my head of what I wanted to do, I went back to Florida and I literally went on Instagram and just started like looking for people. I'm like, oh, let's see, let's see who are the noisemakers out there. Yep. Who am I gonna work with? And I Followed a bunch of people, DM'd them, like did my research on them, listened to some of their music, listened to, saw whatever they were creating. If it was like a photographer looking at what they were doing. And so what I did is like, I just befriended them before I even came out here. Um, and then when I was actually out here, I, I asked to work with some of them. Um, I like cold called a lot of like businesses trying to like work with them and stuff like that. Um, like as a freelancer. Um, but it was just like, that's, that's how I kind of started um, and then it wasn't until one, this was like, um, a couple months in after I had moved out here, um, I had, uh, a homie that lived in my building. Um, and he actually one day after a party, I think it was or whatnot. Um, he came over with, with one of his friends over to my apartment and uh, another homie that he was with, um, came through as well and I didn't know who it was but you know I mean I know it's May Lin who who is uh, he's a another artist and so um they came to my spot and and that's when he saw a microphone that I had like on my desk and he's like oh do you make music and I was like no I don't I mean I have it there to like make videos or like podcast if I want to 
And and then he's like, oh, I make music and stuff like that. And I told him like, yo, freestyle for me right now. And I actually have the the video of of when I met him for the first day. Um, and then I, so I put I put some like I don't even remember what I put on, but he like started freestyling, and I was just like, oh, this kid is good. Malin's a crazy freestyle, bro. He's good. He's I was a, like, he's crazy with. He's the really he's really yeah. good. Shout out to Malin, but yeah, no, he's really really good. And that's the first person that I met, and he was so down to work. Um, which, you know, from there, that's where I met everybody else. Um, you know, through him, he, he invited me out to the key, uh, the keys to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went out there and that's actually where I saw a lot of the artists. Um, low IQ that same day that I went approached me. Um, and he's, you know, um, just he he's one of the people that will reach out just show love doesn't even know who you are mm-hmm. um he approached me and he was like hey you know like are you going up on stage you know like good luck and i was just like no everybody thinks i'm a rapper i'm not <laughs> um like he's like oh are you going up on stage i'm like no nah. he's like oh i am you know like make sure you check me out blah blah, blah. um he's and he's also from florida too mm-hmm. so i'm just like and it's funny because as soon as i heard him um I was just like, oh, he's from Florida. I knew he was from South Florida. I, I heard it in, in the way that he did it. I'm like, oh, he's from South Florida. And I told him, the homie that I went with, I was just like, oh, he's from South Florida. And and um, and um, I remember, like, in my head, I was like, oh, he's from, you know, thinking that. And um, then I it's crazy because I have known his brother uh, back in Florida. Oh, wow. And then I saw his brother at the club. Oh, And wow. I'm like, bro, what are you doing out here? And he's like, oh, bro, you moved out here? And then he, um, and so that's when I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I came out to support my brother. And I'm like, who's your brother? And he's like, oh, that's him right here. Low IQ. Wow. And I'm like, oh, what? And I'm like, I looked at my friend. I was like, yo, I told you he's from South Florida. I could just hear it. Like, I hear that sound. Like, I've grown up with it. Like, yeah, I know yeah. what it sounds like. Um, even though he's pretty unique, but, like, he, he's got the, the way that he, I don't know, it's, and so that's when I met him. That's when I saw Santos for the first time as well and, and, and a bunch of other artists. Um, and I, in my head, I had already been planning like that culture project, like the, the culture track in my head, like a couple months before it happened. And I was just like, oh, I need to find. And, and it's funny because through Instagram, I actually DM a ton of people that I wanted to work with. And obviously, like you said, like, they don't know who I was. Yeah. You know? And a lot of them, you know how you could see if somebody sees your, yeah, I got a lot of scenes uh, or reds or whatever, but no responses, none. And and I was just like, dang. Um, but it was then later on, like, after I saw these people, I was like, yo, I, like, I'm like, yo, you're super talented. I, re- uh, I, I saw you. I have this vision in my head. How can we make this happen? And the people that were on the track were the people that made, you know, that actually got back to me. You know, I reached out to a lot of people. And I, again, it, it's like, who is this kid that's mm-hmm. reaching out to me about this? Um, and, you know, it wasn't even like, hey, you know, like I'm, be- you know, begging them to do something for me. I was just like, yo, let's set this up. How much you charge, you know? And so I, I asked them. Um, and then a lot of people didn't get back to me. Nothing. And so the people that did were, are on the track now. And then from there, I've had actually after I dropped that track, I had a lot of people reach out to me and be like, oh, when can I be on the next one? When's the next project? When's this coming? You know, like, when can we collab after just that, that entire thing? And that's when I was like, dang, you know, there might be something in, like, this whole entire concept. And that's when I just dropped the mixtape as well, um, like, now. Um, and I want to keep doing stuff like that, but, like, at a I bigger think, scale. I think it was sh- short and sweet. Like, you gave us just enough. Of the mixtape? The mixtape. Okay. 
Um, for me, it was that's all. My only critique was that it was too short, uh-huh. but it was it was short, sweet, and wanted me to get more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the follow up? And that's and that's and that's and that's what I did with the first project too. Like when because I originally was thinking that I was gonna because I want to drop something like this every year, like a project similar to this every year, and every year do something bigger with it. Twelve months. That's a long ass time, bro. But, but I got you don't understand how much projects I work on too. Like I, I, I get it. I don't like. I'm just saying as a consumer, as somebody that's yeah, selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, come on, you can. And that's quarter? and that's actually why I dropped this one earlier because I was thinking because the last culture project we did in December, so I was thinking about dropping the next one in December. Mm. But then I had so many people be like, "Oh, when can when can we work? When's the next? I want to hear this one. I want to hear this one. You know, like I want I want to hear these people collab." And I was just like, "Dang, I like." what do I do with this? Like, I see that there's an attention for it. Like, should I, should I do something? And, and that kind of, you know, I was like, I already had this idea cooking up. Um, but I was just like, Oh, I'll wait until December to like getting closer to that drop date, you know, that December, like, you know, maybe you start working on it in October, November, whatever. Um, and then actually, you know, drop it. But I had a lot of people like, Oh, I want to hear something. And I was just like, Oh shoot. As you're saying this, I'm like, what if Mendo did a culture series that was just on a smaller scale, where it's just singles, where we had this artist and this artist, and then we dropped like a, a hoodie with it, right? I don't, I don't want to say anything, but I mean, that might be something that might happen. <laughs> and it might happen. I'm just going to say this. It might happen out of nowhere. Yeah. And you might see a couple of artists that you'd be like, dang, I never thought they would work together. I mean, local artists, of course. Yeah. And actually, you know, um, I mean, I'm just going to put... See, this goes back to, like, I don't want to say something before it happens because it might yeah. fall through. But at the end of the day, what I want to do is I want to get the local artists here and, like, local artists in other places together, you know? Like, yeah. combine that. And, like, again, a lot of people don't know, but I plan out everything when it comes to, like, like the songs. It's not, you know, like, I in my head, I already know what it sounds like. I already know what what who I want to be. I I, I want to I know who I want on the hook. I know who I want here, or I have an idea of who I want. I know what the theme is, so it's not like I'm just like, hey guys, let's get together and yeah. make a song. Like I'm just like, you know, when I sat down with uh, uh, Nels, which is the the first track, time uh, DJ Burns, which is the second track, lost, and um, outside, which is the third track, um, Baila. So when I sat down with them, I, I already showed them, like, I'm like, this is kind of the what I want. This is kind of the theme. Like, I and they they sat down with me and produced it, like, in front of me. And I was just like, change this up, you know? I mean, I don't know music. But yeah. I, and and um, it's funny because when we were working on, um, on Lost, which was the very first track that we actually worked on, which is the second track on, on the mixtape, um, we were at DJ Burns' spot with Ludo and Yankee. And... Uh, we were changing it up because originally uh, what Burns had sent me was something completely different from what I had in my head. And I was like, no, no, no I think we need to sit down and, and, and do it so we can make it sound like what's in my head. And I was there and I was like making like sounds like for him. Like I was like, no, I want it to sound like this, like, you know, yeah. and like at this and it's and I and I probably people, you know, because I can't speak music. You know, I could only like try to communicate what's in my head. Yeah. And so I and, and, and that's how I work with with people you know same thing with maddie like with maddie i already i when when i wanted the mixing the master literally came to me and he was like bro i want this done to this and this done in this yeah. and this way done this way yeah. and it's like you know it's just down to the dot like not just with one specific thing but like i'm talking about the recording process the mixing process the mastering process the post-production like 
Um, like he knows that my specialty as an engineer is post-production, but I had to find different ways to work that because normally it's like, cause you would hear different post-production on like a, uh, like a trap beat or something, for example, or not even a trap mm-hmm. beat, but just uh, vocals. Cause that's why I say I specialize in post-production. So, you know, whether it's like, you know, the beat chops, vocal drops, different effects to the beat and everything. And so I had to work that cause I also mixed the beats as well on the project, mm-hmm. except for the one that Nels made, which was, uh, uh, lost. Right. No, no that Nels was, made or time. Nels made time. That's right. That's right. Um, that he hopped on his own beat. Duh. I'm tripping. My bad, Nels. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, and it's just like he just has a very. That's why like I enjoy working with Mendo so much, and why we're continuing to work together, and like why we have just so much already planned. That is just you know stuff that is in effect, but not in effect in in necessarily just because we have a lot of plans and we have a lot of schematics that we're putting together that we want to put together, and that it's just a matter of putting it in order, pretty much. And so we got a lot. Coming, I mean, this man is like, you know, I always call him Mendo Cali because he just, he just, I mean, it's just as simple as that because it's just the same type of vision, not just necessarily because he's uh, like Except doing everything, but just, just somewhere. like, yeah, just, just the, the business mindset, just the way that he approaches everything, whether it's just a conversation about trying to plan something or whether it's actually putting it into effect. I mean, he's just committed to every single little bit of it. And I always say like, it's, it's extremely rare and genuine nowadays to actually talk to somebody that has both a good business mindset, but also has a good heart and is a good wholehearted person. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and I like to think about that as myself. So I want to work with other people that have the same mindset as myself. And so Mendo is one of the few people that I can just genuinely say that about out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That I've met out here and I've met a lot of people out here so far. And, and it's nice. And that's what I love about being out here too, is that I have not like what we were talking about before. I've not met a lot of dickheads out here. There's a lot of nice, respectful people and everybody wants to work. And I've worked with so that, many though. hungry people. Yeah, but, watch that though. But like, no, I'd rather but, somebody be yeah. a dick to my face than to be smiling in my no, face. No, 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 but, no, 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 no. But, but so like, uh, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, interrupt. You're good, bro. Go ahead. I was gonna say like, if somebody is trash, like if somebody does not step up to the plate when it, when I want to work with them, if they do not step up to the plate. I will legit tell them like, yeah. dude, you are not doing yeah. what I, you know, like yeah. I, I mean, I, and I think maybe that might be another reason why people think I'm a dick because I'm very, very honest. Like if you are not performing or if you're not doing or ask like if if what's in my head is not happening i'll just tell you i'm like this is like the same way that i would make sounds with my mouth to make this the beat sound right to get it more to what i'm thinking about i will be like no kind of do it like this like for example for the for the track baila the the third one on on the mixtape with low iq santos and stuff i told low iq i'm like yo i want you to give me like that jamaican like give me give me some like patois you know, like I want to hear some of that. Like this is the vision that I have. You know, like I told him he, he to really sound brought, like that. He really brought that and to he the did point such where a it, good job. it like it sounds like that he's not. I don't. I don't want to say like um, like not impersonating would be the wrong word. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's obviously not his like original. Like that's not his voice, typical flow. But like it's not his know? typical flow, and it was just dope to see because uh, I didn't know that he was just experimenting with that because mm-hmm. that was the first time that I had worked with Low IQ and gotten the chance to record his vocals and. I thought that that was his voice because I had never listened to his music before. It was the first time I was meeting him. And then I did my research and I was like, oh, shit, that's 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 capability right there to really make it that convincing to where, like I said, it almost sounded like it was just extremely natural for him. And that was my first impression of him was I thought he was that type of artist. And then he was like, nah, bro, I'm just I'm just an artist. Like, yeah. And and that's one thing that I really definitely wanted to do was have people step up. And for everything that I do, I always want to challenge creatives like I, I love being challenged. So I want to challenge people as well. Like, for example, like Ludo, she does a lot of R&B and stuff like that. And the, la- the tr- last track, it was a 90s, like, 
almost like an EDM. Yeah. Same thing with Young Yankee, you know, like that's not his avenue. Uh, Macon, that that was more of like that a, was definitely like a, like not a more Macon's te- like a techno ish type of you know. And same thing with Maylin, like. He told me, he's like, I've never done anything like this before. But, you know, I think it sounds like something that they could, if they wanted to, do it again, you know? Yeah. They've definitely, and that's what I want to do with them. Like, in my head, like, I hear them, and, like, I hear certain voices, or I, like, I mean, not, like, in a schizophrenic way, but, I mean, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, I hear, like, their voice, like, being this way, like, from listening to them, like, picking up what they've done, I'm like, oh, they could do this. I know they can do this, like... That's why they would be so good to do this. And that's why I'm like, that's why I want you here. That's, that's what I, I said about the whole vision thing is like, he just is so clear and collective and calm and cooled out about it. And just so in depth and in detail about it. So we're like, almost like, let's say for example, you're talking to uh, like, uh, like, like if, if you're talking to Mendo about graphic design or something like he would just something that simple, he would explain it in ways that like, without being too difficult to understand somebody that has never heard anything about graphic design before in their entire life would understand the basic concepts of graphic design at that point. I feel like it's just so in depth and so like already so well planned out. And that's why I was just like, yep, let's do it. And he gave me a time frame on it. We agreed on the time frame, and then we had it done a week before the time frame. actually like three days before I think or whatever it was, but it was like perfect on the dot just because everything was so well planned out. I want to like, yeah, when I dropped it, I was just like, I want to drop it during this time and i i think i appro- we, we 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 did all this like what a month in advance the the process took like 30 days literally like yeah. exactly 30 like the, days. the beats and stuff like that they were had already been created months mm-hmm. before i had already been working like like people don't understand but a lot of the of the stuff that i drop now it's it's stuff that i've been working on for months already like it's not something that i'm like oh tomorrow we're gonna do this you know it's stuff that's already been in the works mm-hmm. like something that you know m- you may see in december was probably something i was already working on in january yeah you know and 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 it's not until like you see it that you're just like oh, i didn't even know you were working on this you know or until I, or unless i announce it you know yeah and so um that's i, I like that i like that i like that i'm oh i'm always able to work on something like i feel like i'm like yesterday um like I didn't do anything all day, like on Sunday, and um, just I don't know. Like I, I feel like I get burned out sometimes because I'm always doing something, and I literally felt terrible. I feel like my body's conditioned now that I have to always be working. That like I felt like almost depressed because I was just like I wasn't productive today, and I I don't that's I know that's not a good thing, but it's just like like it's my body's gotten to that point where I'm like up I'm already up to like four a.m. working on something no no matter what it is, and then like. And then I st- keep going the next day, the next day. It's like really not, not not days where I don't do anything. And like when I do have like those days where I'm just like, no, I need to, I need to rest or I need to like take, like I'm feeling burnt out. Like I, I physically feel depressed. Like yesterday I felt like super bad when I went to bed at, I think it was like 11 PM or something. And I was just like, oh, like, I, like, I, I don't know why, but I want, I, I don't know if it's a psychological thing or whatnot, but I was just like, oh, I feel like. Like, I wasted, like, myself. Like, I, I felt like I wasted myself completely, like, that entire day because I was just, like, I didn't do anything. But I just saw two movies. A project is something it's else. Amazing. And I, I think that's what my body is so, like, you know, it's it's it loves that feeling, like, mm-hmm. of being able to complete something, you know. And, again, like, I, I, what sucks is I can't work on my own stuff all the time. Like, I would say, like, 75% of the time I'm working on stuff for other people. Like, it's not my own stuff. Like, I'm always working on whether it's a video, whether it's photography, whether it's cover art, whether it's a logo, whether whatever it may be. Most of the time, it's not for me. Most of the time, it's for other people. But 
doing that, it enables me to let me do what I want to do and like, you know, create outside of, you know, come up with these weird ideas that I have, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm doing East, like esports. I'm collabing on esports stuff. I'm doing, you know, like now with the music stuff, clothing, you know, graphics, videos, just like a bunch of stuff. Like I like to do all that stuff. Like I, my vision, and this is going to sound so weird. My vision, um, like how, the way that I think about it is like, how cool would it be that, you know, let's say 20 years from now, you get up in the morning, right? You turn on, you know, I don't know, the mu- you turn on some music while you get ready. That song that you're listening to as soon as you're getting ready is my song. You, you go into your closet, you pull out a fit. That fit that you're wearing was created by me, right? You go into your car and uh, let's say you're driving to the barbershop or whatever, you know? You go to that barbershop. That barbershop right there, that building was designed by me. Like that, like I think that I'm like, how cool would that be that you can live in my world, the same way that I picture it in my head. Like, so I, one day if I can, you know, I want to design like interiors for, for a building. I want to like create an actual building and create the experience, maybe a retail store. Like I would love to have like my own retail shop that, you know, and, and then as I'm helping and working with these other artists being like, you know what, I had the opportunity to work with them. Like I had a little part of me is also in their stuff. So like literally you cannot go anywhere and be like, man, this guy did not have a hand in it. Like, I want that to be, you know, it sounds a little weird, but I want to be like that person, you know? Yeah. I think it's obtainable too. So what, what's the biggest challenge with it? Money. You know? Yeah. I think that's the biggest challenge for everybody. There's a lot of money out here. There is. There is tons of money. And that, you know, and that goes back to why we're working on certain things that we're working on. You know, I mean, everything that I've done, I paid for, you know, I've, Hey, same here. You know, but <laughs> yeah. but it's funny because like that's the how the only way that I would approach it. Yeah. A lot of people aren't like that. You know, a lot of people like I've had a lot like and when I mean a lot, like I mean a lot. Like I get more DMs of people messaging me and they're just like um, you know, ask me to do something and then I'm like, "Oh, word, let's do it." You know, this is, you know, how much it's going to cost. And as soon as I send them that nothing. Yeah. Blank. Then I then I actually get people that are like, "Oh, like I want to work with you and then like I get more people asking me like they they want like they want this like they're like like they want merch and they're like they expect me to pay for the merch and I'm just like that's weird that's weird like who who thinks like that yeah, but yeah. You, it, I'm I'm telling you like if I showed you some DMs you'd be like what like these people exist well you know immediately if somebody's not willing to pay for their craft and invest in yeah, they don't. Yeah, if they like, don't want to invest in themselves, not, why would they're, we they're want not, to? Invest why, why do you? Why do you do what you do if you're not yeah. willing to invest in that? If that's what you want to be your life? Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck are you doing it? Then? Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, and and that's how I want to keep moving forward. You know, I want to. You know, obviously, I don't have a huge budget, and whatever I have, you know, I'm gonna do whatever I can with that and build off of that. You know, um, I'm the type of person that um, if I if I get a hundred bucks, I'm gonna flip that into something else, you know, that's mm-hmm. always been like, just my, my parents were hustlers, you know, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, when they come from different countries and stuff like that, when people come from different countries, you see that uh, as a, an immigrant, you see that, like, you can't, you cannot sit still, like, you cannot, like, you're surrounded by the hustle, mm-hmm. like, they, if, if not, they can't live, you know, and so when, when I've, I've always seen my parents, like, they hustled, and I mean, like, they hustled, like, multiple jobs, like, you know, and I've always saw that. And I'm like the way that my, especially like my dad and even my mom, you know, the way that they can turn, you know, they can, they're like, ah, I want to do this in like five years. And they, they'll start off with 10 bucks and 
you know, in those 10 years, they'll get, they'll get, they'll get that house. They'll get whatever, you know? And I've always seen that. I'm like, dang, like, it's like magic almost like mm-hmm. they literally, it's literally almost like magic, you know? And, and it's like, I don't know if you've seen on YouTube, those people that literally start off with a paperclip and then they turn it into, you know, they trade it until they get a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, that's how I see it. But like with money, you know, and it's yeah. not even like the money just to have money, but it's like the projects like, oh, I'm going to start with this little project and then go to this bigger project to this bigger project. And that goes back to like, why I didn't make it as long was because I just this time I, I couldn't I couldn't afford to make it that long and like longer. Mm-hmm. But the next project will be longer because, you know, starting from this little, you know, one track song evolved into a little three, you know, a four track EP, you know, if you count the intro. But then from that you know, that's going to build into something else because I'm not taking whatever I did here and, and build upon that with the, it's like the same thing, you know, you flip it, you got, you yeah. just got to be a hustler. Like that's beautiful, man. You know, and that's I the challenge. It. That's the challenge. And, and, and a big part of it, like, it's not like, not necessarily going back to what you said, like, what's the, what's, why, why aren't you doing it? It's, I am, but I'm doing it in, in, in like increments. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking, like, I'm, you got to be patient with it. You know, like it doesn't happen overnight and I'm in the process of, of it you know like you i don't think there's ever i mean unless you know you got like mad money from the get like that you can like have this big vision and make it happen from right the, you know from the from the very beginning like you got you got to start from you know you it, everybody's got to go through a process mm-hmm. and right now everybody's just seeing my process like you know that again from that one song one t-shirt one hoodie you know to all these things you know, it, it just keeps going. And it's just the process. It's not that it, it's not that, you know, I'm like, well, I can't do it because of the money. It's just I'm in the process of building it to this, mm-hmm. you know. I get it. You guys being transplants, the Bay, South Florida. Yeah. Um, have you guys felt any adversity from other artists out here? No. I not haven't. one bit. Not one bit. That's it's one of the biggest up. thing. Like, I've been embraced. And it's crazy. Like, people... Show me more love here than back in South Florida, you know? I'm just like, it it, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, you, it's like it, this is going to sound a little weird to say, but like, I mean, the city that, even if you're not from the city that you blow up in, let's say, quote unquote, like you still got to show that city. I don't want to say the most love, but at the same time, the city that it is the reason or the main reason why you made it out of like, you know, whatever you're looking for or why you're taking that next step and like further or to further your career and like try to go mainstream or whatever that goal may be that end goal. And it's just, they, it stacks up and it's just the, it, it's kind of, it's, it's, I always call it a chain reaction because it's just one thing leads to another and you, you have to show the place love where you go up. Yeah. At. I mean, you know, and it's just, and, and it's, it's always going to be love for the homeland for wherever you're from, wherever you ended up at, wherever you have been or whatever. And it's like, and you always show love. And, but at the same time, the place that you go up at, that's the spot. And it's just, there's so much, I've just come to know there's so much untapped potential here and it's going to happen for somebody. It doesn't matter if it's one artist or 10 artists or a producer or an engineer or a creative designer or a a video director, whatever it may be, whoever it may be. It's just, it's going to happen for someone. And then it's just a chain reaction of events from there. Like I'm, I I mean, again, it goes back to. I hate to to be the bearer of bad news too, but I got to cut out in like literally two minutes because I'm going to be late to work. I got to (laughs) take care of my bills, which will soon not have to be taken care of anymore whenever this shit pay off. But you know. So yeah, before you before you leave, what what's your socials? So people, uh, my mean, Instagram. I can stay on here a little. No, longer. you're good. You're yeah, good. yeah, <laughs> you're chilling, bro. I mean, I'm gonna have to come back and do a solo interview with you, yeah, yeah. so we can get more in depth about stuff. Um, 
But my Instagram and Twitter at who is Maddie Aston, uh, Snapchat Matt Aston Music. I'm 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 on everything. And Batyl, we in the building, West Coast to the West Side. We out. I love y'all. Babe. I gotta go take care of some bills. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. <laughs> babe, but Bay Boy video out now. Yes, sir. Bay Boy video is out now. The link is in my Instagram bio once again at who is Maddie Aston. Batyl is in the building. Dre, I appreciate you. We gone. Yeah, yeah peace, brother. So, Mendo. Yeah. Um, I feel like you have you're in a in a unique spot where you're getting benefit from helping other people create what they what you know. I don't want to say what their vision is because you yeah. have a vision as well. Yeah, yeah. but you're. I feel I like think you're, we're helping each other. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what it is, and that's why I was like, that's why I want to know if you're facing any adversity, um, here right now. No, you know what I mean, yeah, peace, brother. But no, I I don't. Like I said, I I've gotten so much love from people. Like like the whole click thing, honestly. Like that I was that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I personally have never seen it. So I like I've worked with I work with people down in Provo. I work with people here in Salt Lake. I work with people like in just different parts. You know, like and I've never I've never had anybody being like, oh, I don't want to work with them. I actually I bring you know the people together sometimes, and you know because you know I'm, I'm certain projects. Like on the first culture project, that was the first time. 90% of those artists ever met un- until they sat down and worked, you know. A lot of them were transplants, though, right? Like, Ludo's not from here. Yeah, Ludo, Ludo's Ludo not from here. here. Santos is from here, though. Santos is from May here. Maylin is from here. Young Yankee's from here. Macon's from, I mean, I guess he's from here, even though he's foreign, but, like, he's, you know, from, like, here. So, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was a good, diverse yeah. group, you know, um, that, that, I, that I got the opportunity to work with. And that's what I want to do. I want to work with people that aren't from here, people that are from here and just integrate. I just want to integrate people together. Like it's so much stronger when you, when you come together, like when this person's following and this person's following come together to work on a project, not necessarily just on a project that I put together, but you know, like for example, when I, you know, introduced Maddie to, you know, the, 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 the other uh, artists that I work with when we were doing the, the mixtape, you know, that something came out of that. And that's what I want. I want them to, like, after I introduce them somehow, I, that they're like, yo, like, I like working with you. You're talented. Like, that's actually work, you know? Oh, I've heard of you. I'm glad that we got the chance to meet and actually work on something. Like, let's work on something else, you know? Yeah. And that's what I want. That's one of my missions, you know? I, I think it's perfect. I think it's needed. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, you're you're in a, in a unique spot right now. Yeah. Um, and I think also people don't see me as a threat when it comes to like music. You know, yeah. maybe that may be like I'm not I'm I'm not a rapper. I'm not a producer. I'm not any of these things. You know, a lot of people ask me all the time, like, what, what do you do? Like they know, like they've approached me like I've seen you. I know who you are. I just what do you do? Like I've. I just heard that you just dropped this song, but then like last week I saw you drop the video with, with these people. But the week before that, I just saw that you dropped like this Jersey or something like that. And they're like, what do you, what do you do? Like, who are you? Like, and so I feel people don't, they're so confused of like who I am and what I do that. They're just kind of like, honestly, he's not a threat because he's not up my lane. He, yeah. you know, he's just doing whatever, you know, but you really are though. I I mean, you are I, I want to. Lanes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because um, I I remember I don't remember who it was, but they introduced me as an artist, and I was just like, I mean, I I guess maybe I am. No, you, you are. Know? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm. I don't. I don't know. You you are painting canvases. Yeah, like, and that's how I see it. Ways. Yeah, you know, at most people they they call me a creative director. 
mm-hmm. um, because I mean that's in the essence what I do. Because like for example, same with this, I keep going back to the mixtape because that's the latest project that I dropped. I didn't necessarily sit down and actually produce the, like I didn't physically produce the beat. I didn't physically write the yeah, verses. You did. You physically were there going boom, 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 boom. But I didn't like, I wasn't on the computer like. Yeah, like, but you you had, as much as you try to split it, you did have a physical hands-on. Um, you Your touch was on it. Yeah, oh, for sure. They because it was my vision. Boards, but you told them yeah, what to do. Yeah, no, no, yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying is just like, but I don't like, like physically do it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like the vision is, and, 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 and it's crazy because a lot of people think that's weird. Because they're just like, oh, so what did you do in it, you know? And until I explain to them, they don't understand. But a lot of people move like that, like Andy Warhol. Yeah. Like, he wasn't there painting every single picture, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he had the factory, and those people did it for him. He just came up with the idea, yeah. you know? Like, it, a lot of people, like Steve Jobs, he didn't, like, sit down and, like, create, like, the first, you know, the first computer. He didn't. He, mm-hmm. You know, it was Wozniak that actually sat down and, like, put it together, Khaled. you know, you know, Khaled as well. He's not there. And and I think that's where, you know, people compare me to Khaled because I do, I do what he does similarly, but I, I feel like there's not really an understanding of what he does. Like you look at the comments of his music is like, Oh, what does he do? Just yell his name. Like in my songs, I don't, I don't yell my name. I don't yeah. do that. So people are like, what, what do you do? And then I explain to them they're like, Oh, okay. Well that makes a little bit more sense. Like, so you did play a part, you know, and it's not like Khaled was the first one to do that. Diddy did the same thing, yep. you know? And it's just like, I don't know. It's just maybe that's why they're not threatened is because they don't see me as like, again, up their lane. But in the same way, I kind of am, you know, like I just want to create, like, I don't want to put a label to myself. Like, I don't want to box myself in, you know, I want to do different things. I don't think you should. I don't think you should box yourself in. I think you're, you're heading in a, in a direction that is truthful to yourself. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's an area that uh, is going to help a lot of people. Yeah. And it's an area I think is needed. I think that, um, you know, here in this, in this state, in the city, we need more creatives um, with the mindset like you, where it's like, I have this vision. I want, I'm, I'm not going to just box myself in. Let's, yeah. let's do this project. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I always tell people uh, like whatever they're working on, I'm just like, what, what, what's your vision with it? Like, what do you want to do with it? Because I mean, obviously you, before you can paint the bigger picture, you got to get the paints ready, you know? So, like, before you can start doing anything, like, yes, you got to know what it looks like in your head already, but you can't from the, like, it just doesn't appear. Like, it, there's a process that goes through. Like, yes, once you have the paints ready, you got to lay down, you know, the blue and then the red. And, like, you actually physically start got to mm-hmm. start building it up until it happens. And, and I think, you know, that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, that's what we all got to do. We got to come together, you know, and, and treat, and again, treat it from a business perspective. Like everything in my head, I always think about it. Like I want to make, you know, I want to be able to do this for forever. You know, like I want to be able to make things for as long as I can and continue to just, I I don't know, like kind of that little hunger that's inside of me to create things just to like make it go away. You know, I, I, I have to. I have to, you know, the only way that I can keep making it happen is if I approach it from a business perspective. Because at the end of the day, again, labels and stuff like that, they don't care how good your music is. Like, if you're, if they think you can make them money, they'll sign, like, the crappiest person, Mm -hmm. you know. They'll sign 
whoever, as long as they can make them money. Yeah. That's it, you know? How can we monetize this? How can we monetize this? And 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 this is something that I tell all the people that I, like the artists that I work, because I work with a lot of artists, you know? Um, I tell them this. I'm just like, if if a label wants to sign you for $2 million, how much money do you think they, in their head, think they're going to make? How much money do you think you're really worth? You're not worth $2 million. You're probably worth $10 million. You're, you're worth more than that. Why are you trying to go do things independently? I always tell people, like, you you, you don't own, like, you, you want to own your own path. Mm-hmm. You want to own your own path. And that's why I'm big on, like, the way that I approach things is, is, is I don't want it to feel like somebody's doing me a favor. I want it to be like, oh, it's, it's mutual. I, I'm also doing stuff for them. If I'm not paying like them, it's like, okay, well, like, um, for example, shout out to DK. Um, I just did um, a logo for his new studio out in L.A., and, you know, when he asked me, he's like, oh, you know, how, you know, like what, like payment and all that stuff. I'm like, bro, how about instead, you know, you mix these tracks for me, you know, for these couple of things that I'm working on. And he's like, word, let's do it. And I mean, it doesn't always have to be a negotiate like money. Money doesn't always have to be involved. It just has to be a value thing, a yeah. negotiation of value. Um, and, and, and I think like a lot of people are like, oh, well, I can't do this because I don't have the budget. Well, it's like, what can you offer someone, you know, like, yes, you, you may be an artist, but like what other things can you offer them? You know, what can you produce? Can you write? Can you, you know, mix and master? Like what else can you do? Can you do, a f- can you f- photograph someone? You know, like what value can you add to them? And I know that a lot of the skill sets that I have kind of does have value. So if there was ever an exchange that wasn't money, um, value like would be exchanged. And, and, and that's why I'm, I want to say to a lot of people, it's just like find how you can provide value and exchange that and, in, in exchange for money it, and then from there you also like if you can't afford it like, exchange value or like half and half you know you can be like oh, I can only pay you this much but I can do this for you as well you yeah. know and so that's what I, I think like we we got to approach it in that way like as all creatives like just stop thinking about the create creative part of it and like having the, the vision in your head but like making it come tr- true and the only way that you can make it come true is by by actually you know, thinking about it as a business. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's how you're going to, if you want to make a living off whatever you, you're passionate about, think about it as from a business perspective. Yep. You know, I agree with you. So, so you've worked, we've worked with a, quite a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, who haven't you worked with that you want to work with? Honestly, there's a whole list. I, I cannot name out any, any people that I haven't worked with. And, and it's also, um, I mean, there's, there's people that I'm going to be working with that or that we're working on something right now that I'm working with certain people that, you know, so it's I, so technically I am already working with them, but it's people haven't seen it. They haven't seen it yet. They haven't seen it yet. So so it's not that I it's, it's hard because at the end of the day, I want to work with as many people as possible, you know, as many people as I think would fit a certain project yeah. because it's not and, and and it's not that, for example, that I think they're not good if I don't work with them. It's just they don't fit the vision in my head when it comes to like, you know, they have a certain sound or they, you know, whatever it may be. It's not that they're bad. It's just that I don't feel like they would fit this project, you know, or mm-hmm. that I, I don't feel like they would be comfortable working in this situation or, or this and that. Or maybe they're just not at the level of what I want them to do just yet. Um, 
but yeah, there, there's a lot of people. And, and, and again, I want to work with people in not just music. I want to, you know, again, going back to it, I def, I, I want to build on what I'm doing with the esports with culture. I want to build on the music stuff. I want to build on the video stuff. I want to build, you know, I want to get my hands everywhere, you know, collaborate and just mix all these worlds together. Like how cool would it be, you know, if, if I brought some of the artists that I worked with into, you know, that esports world, or how cool would it be if you know we took some of these people and put them in a movie? Yeah. By working with these people, have them be actors. How cool would it be, you know, to get them in a fashion show? You know, like that's to me, that's what I want to do. Is I'm like, I want to put you guys here so you guys can just experiment, do different things, you know. And that's literally that's in my head. That's like. I feel like my purpose, yes, I do want to create, but my purpose is is to unite. Um, not even, like, t- as in bring people together, but, like, as in, in unite, you know, different cultures. Because the way that I grew up in South Florida, it's such a big melting pot. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up, you know, listening to hip-hop, but I also grew up listening to, you know, um, like, like 90s and 80s and, and, and stuff like that. And then later on, as I got older, like, EDM and, you know, um, rock, like classic rock, like, and I grew up with all that. And like, it's just like the last mixtape. It wasn't straight hip hop. It was a mix of different things. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, what if I can mix all these things that I've been into? Like, what if I could mix, you know, fashion with music, with esports, with all these different things, just come, have them come together. It's just like, again, it just goes back to like, people can live in my world without, you know, being in my head. Like mm-hmm. they could just physically live, you know, be part of that. And, and other and have people know that it's okay to be like to you know like hip-hop but you know also like ballet or something i don't know that they you know stuff like that you know it's that it's okay to mold those two worlds together because there's probably other people that like those same things as well and so that i feel like that's my purpose is to kind of be like mix things together you know especially with the internet the internet has allowed that to happen like crucially and that's why you see all these like multifaceted uh, like creatives again you know like donald glover you see you know people hop in from place to place like maybe they're in a movie here um you know i just saw a movie yesterday that machine gun kelly was in you know he's doing acting now mm-hmm. uh someone that did it really well and um was tupac you know he yeah he did music um but he also did a lot of other stuff he modeled for versace he all, you know, like he just did so many things, you know, he had the clothing van, um, Machiavelli. So like he, like, he's one of those people that I'm like, that I owe, like growing up, I was just like, Oh, that's so cool. Like I don't have to be known as this person. Like I can be, you know, do this, 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 and this, and it'll, it'll be okay. You know, like yeah. he was, he was an actor too, you know? It's just like you can you can do all these things and it's okay. You don't have to be the best at it, but if you like it, you you have an avenue to do it. And the internet has allowed us to do that without having to go through gatekeepers. And that's what I kind of want people to stop thinking about. Like, oh, well, I can't do this because of this. You know, I'm just like, just start doing it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I didn't know anybody again. And it's just like, but I had this idea that I want to work with all these other creatives, you know? just go go for it just start yeah. just start and that is the biggest message that i want to that's that's something i always encourage people man because i get i get the question all the time like how do i start a podcast yeah. I'm like just do it yeah it's like you don't have to have the fanciest equipment yep. you don't have to start off with visuals you know mm-hmm. you can start a podcast with your damn phone yep i was like just just do it look yep. at what you have and figure it out 
do some Googles. 100%. Figure out what programs you need to get. Yep. Find You might have a homie on your timeline that can give you. Hook you up and help you out. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, going back to that, it's crazy because, um, like, for example, when I started all doing what I do, um, like, I started making videos on Windows Movie Maker. Mm. Like, I literally would make movies, and like, on Windows Movie Maker, and then I would go on Fruity Loops and make my own beats and, like, put that in there. I would, I, I remember, like, before, um, like, I used to design, like, clothing on PowerPoint. Like, I would get little boxes and, like, stuff like that, and I put designs on them and stuff like that. I was like, what? nine years old, I would do like, that's how I would spend my free time. Like I was on doing that. Like I didn't have Photoshop. I didn't have all these things. I didn't have like logic. I didn't have a MacBook. Um, like I was designing logos like for money and I didn't even have illustrator yet. Like I, I was using like some like free stuff and yeah. then I used that money to get illustrator and the Adobe creative cloud. So like, I'm just like, I, every time someone's like, Oh, I can't do this because of this. I'm just like, I don't know, man. That's, that sounds like a complaint. I yep. mean, that sounds like an excuse, you know? So you can do anything. You can you literally can. do anything. I was literally animating stuff on freaking like, I mean, I, I was, I don't know. It's just, it drives me crazy when people are like, I can't do it. I'm just like, why? You just don't want to. You just, yeah. You just, you say you're creative, but you're not creative enough to solve the problem. And I think aside from being able to be creative in your craft, you should be able to be a creative problem solver. And at the end of the day, I think that's what we mainly are. Like, no matter what you do, we, we are solving problems in different ways. You know, my, my way may be in graphics, visuals, whatever it may be. Somebody else's might be in, like, the way something sounds. They're solving problems. We're all solving problems, but we're solving problems in creative ways. So, so are, you, uh, are you in Utah to stay? Any visions on moving again? Um, honestly, coming out here, I didn't know what I was going to do. I mean, I see this long term for sure. Um, I mean, I love Florida. I'm The beach, you know, the hot girls. Yeah. You can't. I mean, that's kind of like hard to get away from. Here's a question for you. Florida girls versus Utah girls. Which one is better? I mean, it's an easy answer. Utah. Um, Florida girls. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Have you seen Florida girls? I have, and they all don't have teeth. Oh, that's northern Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. Nah, South Florida girls, man. Yeah. Oh, dude. There's no question, bro. Are just, you locked down? Nah. I mean, nah. You got a boo out there? I don't, don't want to say anything about Like, They're just in general. That's, <laughs> he said that's why. That's why. Because... It might be all right. You I mean, can you can you can you cut can you no, cut things out? No, we're not editing it. In. <laughs> I mean, I got you. I was gonna say I'm just like because I don't want one person to see and then be like, wait, what? Yeah, and just then names. and then the other person be you know. Yeah. So I, I mean, not saying that there's multiple people or anything <laughs> like that, but like I don't, I just rather would not talk about that in in general. Just you. you know, just keep that kind of private. Got you. You know. No worries. So, but yeah, Florida girls, you know. Dude, it's so just I because need of all my melting. Utah girls to go on to Mendo's Instagram and just. But let me tell you, let him. me tell you something though. <laughs> you, t- uh, when I say people have shown me love, I don't think anybody's shown me more love than the girls out here. Yeah, like I'm just gonna say that, like kind of like low key. Yeah, like, yeah, like a lot, a lot of girls out here have been more than hosp- hosp- hospitable. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say that. Wow. Just leave it at that. I mean, you very friendly. Very, you know, very friendly, uh, but you know, 
just Florida girls. I, I guess maybe because we're, you know, we're by the beach and, and, you know, they like working out and like they're just bodies are on a different level. You know, they got the tan, you know, it's, it's a melting pot. So it's like a mix. Like you get to choose from, it's like, you can go to a buffet, you know, and choose from different yeah. things. I mean, not saying that out here, it's not like that, but I mean, you're, you're getting more like vanilla out here than yeah. like vanilla ice cream than, you know, chocolate or, yeah. you know, strawberry and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, that's just the facts, you know, and I mean, yeah. What's the thing that you loved about Florida the most other than women in the beach? <sighs> my family. Family? Food. Oh my gosh. The food? <sighs> Bro, food out there. And the thing is out here, and this this was one of the hardest things for me to kind of get like away from, um, like when I moved out here, you got like two spots you can eat like anytime after one, like you kind of like you have like a couple of spots out there. I don't think I've ever had a problem of like, oh man, this is closed. You know, like yeah. you can eat anything almost anywhere, and like the diversity of food is just incredible. Like you can eat anything almost at any time, and it's that's the big. I love to eat, man. What's your background? Um, I'm Ecuadorian. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm South American. Nice. So, anyways, and that's another thing as well. Um, a lot of people out here just assume that all Hispanics are Mexican. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. Like, I had a girl, um, and she was asking me, like, about, like, did, she's like, oh, have you ever tried this food and this food? And I'm just like, no, I, I never even heard of it. And she's like, have you tried this and this? And I was like, after I said, like, no a couple of times, she's like, wow, what kind of Mexican are you? <laughs> and, and, and she was Mexican, too. Oh. And she's like, what kind of Mexican are you? I'm like, I'm not Mexican. Like, and she's like, oh, oh, I don't know why, but like, just, I thought all Hispanics were, like she said that, and she's, which I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me, so you're Hispanic, and you just assume, like, that should be, mm. that's annoying. Yeah, and I, I was just like, you know, and then she's like, what did you grow up eating? I was like, I don't know, lasagna, pasta, like meatloaf, like chicken, <laughs> like, I don't know, like just different things, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, the only thing that I would just assume that you ate was alligator. Alligator. This came from Florida. I've had it on accident. <laughs> like I didn't know. I didn't know I was eating alligator. Um, it was in a chili. Ah. Uh. And uh, so, long story. But anyways, um, I ordered it. It was it was a, a chili hot dog, right? And and the chili like that they put on it had a couple of different chilies. I guess they were all gator, honestly. They were just different, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. mixed with different sauces or whatever. And I, I ordered it, and then I was just, like, eating it. And I'm just like, dang, this kind of rubbery. <laughs> and I'm, like, chilling, waiting for my boy to get his <laughs> hot dog, like, as I'm biting into it. And I look up at the sign, and I'm just like, it's like gator meat, chili. And I was just like, oh, dang, bird. <laughs> and I didn't even, finish it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I paid for it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was weird. Like that was the only time I tried chili, and I, I don't know if I tasted the the actual like raw flavor of it because it was covered in like chili and potatoes and just not potatoes, um, vegetables. So I, I, it was mixed in. But yeah, that was the only time I tried gator. Um, but yeah, people. Uh, I mean, because it's such a a, a melting pot of of different areas. I've gotten the chance to try. I like. I've. I grew up with a lot of you know um, Italians, um, just different cultures in general. 
So I've tried a lot of Italian food. I've tried Haitian food. Grillo is so good. Mm-hmm. I've tried Dominican food. Mofongo is really good. I've just like Colombian food is my personal f- favorite. You know, I love like a bandeja paisa. That doesn't exist out here in Utah, which blew my mind. They don't got no Colombian restaurants out here. Really? Yeah. I look for it, man. I mean, at least I'm like. I think of where I swear they, there is. They got Latin restaurants, but it's not like an actual like Colombian restaurant. You know, it's like, I mean, what's your background? My dad's black. My mom's Mexican. Yeah. All right. So, so just think about like, like if you go to a restaurant that's only, that specifically focuses on like a specific food, Mm -hmm. like they, they do it the best. It's like the most authentic. Right. And so it, you know, somebody that tries to generalize it, like, like all Hispanic food, like a Hispanic, a Latin restaurant. Yeah. It's just like they don't really specialize on it, you know? Yeah. And so that's how I felt, feel about it, you know? Uh, I wish they had it. It's literally like the, my favorite thing. And then, of course, if you've ever been to Florida, pub subs. Oh, What's man. a pub sub? Oh, man. What is, so, it? is this like a sandwich? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, um, so there's these things. Down there called Publixes, which I didn't know that it were only like in the, the south. Grocery stores. In the yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like a, it's like a Harmons type yeah. of thing, right? But they have like in the Delhi area, they got um like you can they got sandwiches, and there's this chicken tender pub sub. So um there's we have a lot of Cubans in in South Florida, mm-hmm. and then we have you know again a lot of different cultures in the South being because we are part of the South, mm-hmm. we got a lot of like you know soul food influence, you know African American food. So, you know, we got these, like, fried chicken tender fried chicken pub subs. So it's like a, a Cuban sandwich almost with, like, chicken tenders in it. Ooh. So it mixes those two worlds together. That sounds fire. Oh, dude, it's so good. I took, uh, when I went to uh, Florida, um, and, and I, that was, like, literally the first thing that I tried. Like, literally when, when I went there, I was just like, oh, man. Like my, I went with my mom. My mom literally took me uh, to Publix. She's like, "Oh, let's get a pub sub for you," because I love pub subs. It's just mm, so good. And anybody and anybody from South Florida can can probably say that. You know? Yeah. I remember when I when I was playing soccer back in high school, like that was like what we would eat right before a game. Uh, like we would like all just go out there and like pub to the public sub. and just get pub sub, and they're just and they're fat too. Like over there, like. They feed you like it's your last meal, like yeah. you're going to eat. Like, you Take get fat. You, huh? you got fat portion, man. <laughs> like, for everything, <laughs> you know? Get out there. My partner, he he's from, uh, well, he's not from, but he uh, lived in Miami for a while. He was oh, a club word. promoter. He did a okay. lot of club promotions, and he would always tell me about just, like, the difference. Just ask him about pub subs. Next time, you'd, be, you'd just be like, dude, you know, what's a pub sub like? And then, I mean, it could go one of two ways. He could be like, oh, it's all right. Or he could be like. Bro, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> he's literally he's gonna be like, oh, bro, how'd you hear about that? You know. But yeah, dude, pub subs, so good. Out, you gotta try it. So what's next for Mendo? <sighs> man, I don't know. I know you don't like to talk about the future. No, no, no. I mean, it's not that I don't like to talk about it. It's just again, I just don't want things to pull through and look like a talker. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, there's so many things I'm working on, like, just individually with, you know with clients and artists and projects for myself that is just like a big list. Um, my, my phone, I get, I mean, when I get random ideas, I, I put it up on my phone and I just have a whole bunch of notes of like ideas and projects that I want to do. But, you know, I'm the type of person that um, likes to do things in, you know, kind of go big, not really like, Oh wow. Like I can't, you know, like yeah. if you did this, but like, you know, let's say maybe, I mean, 
this is an example. I, I don't, I don't want to say that this is or isn't something that I'm working on, but maybe a magazine, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, a studio production space that happens to do music and also happens to do graphics and all that stuff. I don't know. Maybe something like that, you know, would be cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could happen. Maybe it couldn't. I don't know. Um, maybe just, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of things that I could or couldn't be working on, you know, but yeah. Word. So, so what's the, what's the socials? Where can people catch you at? Honestly, um, Mendo creative is, is like, my parent company, that's what my LLC is under and all that stuff. And that's what I have, you know, culture and all that stuff under. Um, so you can just go on mendocreative.com and that kind of just links you out to everything else. But my personal um, social media is, is just I am Mendo. I am dot Mendo at, on Instagram and that's what I mainly use. But I'm trying to get more into like YouTube and stuff like that. I mean, I do YouTube every now and then and it's a really great platform and I definitely want to get more into that. But I would say my Instagram is, and even there, I don't even post them. I mean, I post stories, but I don't really post like a ton of like content, but I definitely want to work on fixing that. So, Well, definitely give Mendo a, a, a follow because when he does post something, it's, it's an event. He has some really cool things. I appreciate that. And you need to follow him anyway, because if you're a creator, he needs to be able to see you. Yeah. Like, Yo, I got this vision for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I want someone to approach. I have yet to have somebody. Uh, actually, that's not true because once they get to know me, it's like I have this vision. I know you can make it happen. Um, I'm so, but like someone that I don't know, like the same way that I approach certain people, as in like they don't know who I am, and I approach them like I have this vision. It's it's weird. It's like the Avengers, mm-hmm. like Nick Fury, like he just pops out the shadows and he's like, "Yo, I have this," like you know, and he's like yeah. assembling the Avengers. And they don't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's who I am. You know, I like pop out of the shadows and be like, hey, I got this project that I want you on. And that's, but I want someone to, you know, I'd be cool if somebody's like, oh, I want you to do this. But a lot of people, again, because I'm all over the place doing a bunch of different things, they can't like pinpoint me down. Like they wouldn't find, like I wouldn't be, you know, the same way that people are like, oh, I got this, this, this guy that, that is an amazing photographer or this guy drops mad bars. Like, they're known for, like, doing this really, really well. Yeah. I don't know if people could kind of pinpoint me to, like, that. Like, I don't know if they're, like... I mean, graphics, I mean, I, that's, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people have approached Clothes. me to. Clothing. Um, which, yeah, I love. That's... that's Now music? Music, yeah. What are you talking about? People can pinpoint dope shit on you. Yeah, but not, like, one specific thing. No, and you they know? shouldn't. Yeah. Because you do... Dope, but until shit. but but until people know who like until they meet me they don't know that I do all that stuff you know it's like they if, like if you were looking at my social media like you wouldn't know what I do like you just be like what, did, what is you know what does he do like <laughs> yeah. you know I've had people like they're like what what do you do exactly like what what are you like like yeah. you know like and and it's hard because I I really I don't even know what I am you know most. People now have, like, again, started just calling me a creative director because, I mean, that's in essence what I do. But at the end of the day, it's just like I don't even think that fits the mold of what I do, you know, because I don't just direct projects or creative, like, projects. I also sit down and do it myself. Like, I 
sit down and physically create graphics. I physically sit down and draw things. I physically sit down and, and when I do clothing, yeah, I either create the graphics or what are called tech packs, which is like telling like the measurements for like a shirt or whatever. I like, you know, give them all that exactly. Like I sit down and physically do that. When I edit videos, I physically sit down and do that, you know? So like, I don't just direct, like I'm not just a director. I mean, there's times that I do that. And then there's times where I like get down into trenches and do stuff myself. So maybe you create that. Whatever that is. Yeah, that, maybe I'm going to be the person that does it, you know? Mendo. You know, you're just the creative. Like, the a zero, creator. What are you, zero, zero, 001? Yeah, zero. I mean, I started culture, so I'm zero, zero, 001 member, yeah. My man, Mendo, thank you so much for pull, pulling up. Uh, thank you for all the insights that you gave me. Um, Maddie had to disappear. Yeah. It's, it's going to look so weird. Yeah, gonna, what's you see here? this tall dude right here. <laughs> and it's funny because I've, I bet Maddie's sitting down. It's probably taller than I am standing up. <laughs> and that's one thing that I get all the time when people meet me for the first time, like they talk to me on social media. That's aside from, aside from like after they meet me and they're like, oh, you're actually really nice. But like when they first, first meet me, they're like, dang, I thought you were like taller. Like people think like, I, like I've gotten this range. People are like, I thought you were like 5'10 or taller. And I'm just like, no. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know why they assume that, that I have. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think that you, uh, I think you're a great person, man. I don't see the shyness that you said. You said that you're a shy guy. I don't get that from you. Well, you made it easy, you know? I get that a lot. Yeah, you made it easy. People say, oh, you're so easy to talk to. Yeah, you made it fun, too. (laughs) We're going to have to do this again, bro. Uh, 100%, bro. Um, yeah, man. Thank you. Of course. Uh, thank, thank you, you. Maddie, for not being here, but thank you, Maddie. I'm thank, shaking your hand. Man. Thank you, Maddie, for yeah. coming along with Thanks, me, buddy. you know, <laughs> helping me, that moral support. Cool, man. Thank you, Dre, for letting me stop by, man. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you, like, gave me the opportunity, you know. I need to shut this shit down so I can talk to you some more. Oh, yeah, dude. 100%. Okay, <laughs> guys. Unrestricted Podcast, allrock.com. Uh, I still have that. I got that uh, interview with Killer Mike out, so go run the views up on that for Run the Jewels. And um, yeah, U92SLC.com uh, as well for all crazy exclusive content. Me and Bangarang actually played uh, Madden, and uh, that was fun. So go check that out. If y'all ever play FIFA, yeah, call me out. Got you. I got you. I'll get you a good whooping. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, saw, I heard you took an L, you know, uh, in Madden, but, you know, maybe you'll take an L in FIFA too. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> okay, guys, y'all have a good day. Peace. Peace.